Good day, ladies and gents, and welcome to Noteworthy News. We take a few minutes of your day every week and update you on some of the craziest stories around the world. From Grand Theft Auto to love stories and wild parties, we've got some real gems for you this week. So that you know who we are, let's just take a moment and introduce ourselves. Uh, my name is Wes, and I'm the host. We also have Keith joining us. Hey, how's it going, everyone? And we have Brock. Hear ye, hear ye, idiots on the horizon. <laughs> Indeed they are. And Sloth. Today's not sponsor is Old Smoky Apple Pie. Ah, refreshing and not yet personally profitable. Maybe someday. Maybe someday, sir. Can only hope. <laughs> well, I'm going to start us off this week with the with the crazy news, and I have the privilege of taking us down to Florida. Uh, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, every week we 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 have one story that is out of Florida, and as you can imagine, it is not very hard to come up with a story. This story surrounds a 22 year old Robert Steinstra, and is actually quite an epic love story. So, according to Miami Herald, Daytona Beach police first began looking for Steinstra late Friday night when they received reports of a stolen truck. The 22-year-old was suspected of taking the vehicle because it belonged to the company that he used to work for, police say. In fact, when the owner called Steinstra, police say that he confessed. And he said, I am driving your and I'll pay you back. Yes, it is grammatically incorrect <laughs> florida the search for the vehicle eventually reached new smyrna beach police who followed the trail to epic flight academy there steinstra had been spotted on the wing of the plane asking a flight instructor how he can fly the plane <laughs> there's someone on the wing some thing if you lift up that flap there with your feet <laughs> By the time the officer reached him, Steinstra was inside the aircraft attempting to figure it out. <laughs> the officer asked him if he knew what was going on, but didn't get a response, according to the affidavit. And he was then placed in police custody. So a search of his person yielded several items, most notably methamphetamine and a one and a half pound bag of marijuana. Ooh. Wow, he packing. <clears throat> Yeah, that's that's some serious weight right there. Only yeah. was packing flight simulator from 1995. He'd have been good to go, but <laughs> <laughs> so here's the sweet thing of, of of the story because you know right now we're thinking what is this guy doing? But it's all out of love, you see. During an interview, Steinstra Steinstra told officers that he had recently bought the plane for twenty thousand dollars cash and planned on flying to see his girlfriend in California. So you know, so... what better, what better, what better gift to bring your girlfriend than a pound and a half of marijuana and some meth to you know counter it out? <laughs> Sounds like a good time. Steinstra was arrested on several charges, obviously, including grand theft auto, uh, felony marijuana possession, and fleeing the scene of a crash. <laughs> so <laughs> instead of buying a car, he bought a plane. <laughs> I'm kind of confused. What? What's going on here? I mean, add some methamphetamine and a Tom Cruise movie, and it all makes sense. I mean, drug run for everybody. What's the goal? Uh, 
Top Gun <laughs> Hitler <laughs> edition. Florida to California. That's a pretty long drive. So if you pay cash for a plane, now I don't. I have no idea how much a plane costs. A lot more than twenty thousand dollars. I was going to say twenty thousand dollars is not going to get you much of a plane. No. Depends. I guess. I guess it depends on the model of the plane. I don't. I don't. In the, the age, or if the seller was on meth. I mean, that's a possibility too. That's how. Yeah. Uh, and that could my have been favorite gross. part is that he asked that he asked the flight <laughs> instructor, how, "How can I fly this thing?" Like <laughs> when he's on the wing, not in the cockpit, <laughs> on the wing. That's the yeah. best. What part. I picture, I picture him like sitting on the end of the wing, where you know, because because wings are kind of bouncy, they're 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 flexible. <laughs> I feel, like I can see him like just sitting on on the end. His head, his legs are dangling down. He's kind of bopping up and down. He goes, "Man, hey." Do you know how to fly this thing? He's kind of like swinging his legs back and forth. See, oh I got him with a helmet on, hanging on, laying on the top of the wing, just like ready to go. <laughs> how do you fly this thing? Maybe he was asking the flight instructor if he could fly the thing, and he was just going to hang out on the wing. Yeah. They had some marijuana? I mean, gas, grass, or what? Uh, that could do it. That's, that's the Mary Jane talking. So, yep, yep. So that's the uh, that's the grand theft case there, uh, Sloth. You've also got a not so grand theft auto case to share with everyone today. Oh, I think this is very grand. This is lovely. It comes out of the wonderful state of Utah, and uh, this one starts off with a trooper stopped a car suspected of impaired driver on a U.S. highway on Monday. Um, comes out of the. Utah Highway Patrol, after seeing a vehicle driving slowly and weaving in the left lane of Interstate 15 Freeway, which is a great place to be, by the way. I love that. It goes right through the mountains. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, The trooper turned on his siren, and the driver neatly pulled over to the side of the road. Neatly. Great term. Dashboard camera video. This is where it gets interesting, because this became a viral video. Uh, Posted by the police captures the conversation between the trooper... And the driver. It has been viewed 760,000 times as of uh, the time this article was written. And where it starts off with, and I quote, You're five years old, the trooper says. Wow. The video, he's just that excited. He's impressed at this point. Like, not you can just see him like, man, this is awesome. Pretty fantastic. He then asks the child where he learned how to drive and takes down other details boy who's not identified he is a minor so that's not going to happen said he left home <laughs> in his parents vehicle after arguing with his mother i guess we, we've all been here but pretty darn impressive at this point who told <laughs> five him five years old like to, yeah to, to already decide that you're gonna run away at five years old that must have been a serious he 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 uh, definitely had a toy taken away yeah Dude, he's some got some long legs i don't think i could drive at five this is impressive <laughs> yeah. Continuing on after uh, he was told she would not buy him a Lamborghini, which is the reason why he oh, decided to run away. Oh, oh, yeah, there it is. So, yep. that's harsh. That's harsh when you're five and you get denied. That's a selfish son of a gun right there. <laughs> Man, that's pretty fantastic. He uh, apparently decided to take the car and go to California to buy one himself. And it is uh, stated uh-uh. he had $3 in his pocket ready to roll. Really, three dollars. Three dollars. Okay, this is like the this is like the perfect um, the perfect combination of like a funny story, but also kind of a cute story. Like mm-hmm. I, I I've seen the video, I've seen the video, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> you can't, can't be mad. Just, it's just freaking impressive. I know. Yeah. Yeah. 
But nobody died. You know, it would have been rather tragic if uh, something else uh, happened. He was on I-15. Oh, yeah. That's a pretty insane highway with some huge turns. So, yeah, oh, and like the fact that he was able to get there, I, like from from house to side street to main street to interstate, and I mean, not that's hit anybody. Some that is technical driving there. Listen, I can't even do that with Apple Maps, so. <laughs> no Apple one came Maps? with Apple Maps. You're using That's the wrong thing? one. Oh, my gosh. Say, Turn left here. That's a That's lake. some boomer shiz right there. <laughs> I'm not going into the lake. I, I feel like if he would have, I feel like if he would have actually made it to the Lambo uh, dealership, a five-year-old drives up and it's $3 in his pocket. That's just so cute. They're just going to give the kid a ride. I would. Do they let him test like, drive it? That's I'm the question. He's proven he can do it. You're right. You're right. And actually, like, I feel like if I were the kid's parents, I would be like, hey, um, try it again. And this time, make it all the way. Like, <laughs> 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 we'll stay behind you. This we'll has been coached. you. <laughs> The parents were actually really upset that the, that the police stopped him from getting there. Uh, oh, see, I took that the wrong way. I thought you were saying go all the way and just leave, or like, never come back. At that point, I'll be on the look. I'll be on the lookout for Simon being on the news. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Driving to you know what? You're more yeah, a Ferrari try, try. person, right? Yeah. Well, you know, I'm. I'm actually. Yeah. I guess I. I. I'm more of a Jeep guy. Like, and Jeeps <laughs> are outrageous by themselves. So I would just say, listen. Go for the Jeep. Get the get the uh, get the four door. Get the nice big <laughs> one. You know, don't. Yeah. Come oh, on. go climb a boulder somewhere. Hag- Give the man his hag- lamb. Haggle out. him down, Simon. Haggle him down. <laughs> hey, and, and plus with a Jeep, if he get if he gets like a raised Jeep, if, if he can find a way to get up in the thing for the first place, but he's not going to be injured because he's going to be way taller than anyone else. So if you were to get in a wreck, he's going to bounce off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, that's awesome. I mean, most most kids at um, at five year old five years old play hide and seek, and uh, this kid just decided to steal a car and or not steal a car, but road well, trip. he kind of stole his parents' car. Yeah, road trip, Grand Theft Auto. Road trip. The dude's road got trip, skills. Road trip to the road trip to the Lamborghini store. <laughs> Is there a Lamborghini store? <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, California. there are Lamborghini California. dealerships out here in yeah. you know Scottsdale, Scottsdale. Scottsdale, there you go. Well, speaking of hide and seek, uh, Keith, you have somebody that you would like to uh, tell us about who also is playing hide and seek in <laughs> Oregon. Yes, that's putting it mildly. And I will be honest, this man should be get a medal for his hiding skills. Just saying. You tell. Uh, anyways, this man uh, is he is nude. Uh, nude is the new camouflage for a man in Oregon. A 39 year old man channeled his inner John Cena when cops in Eugene couldn't see him after perching himself on top of a railroad crossing sign for more than 12 hours. Oh. According to the oh. <laughs> according, according to the Idaho statesman, Brandon Lee Jackson was arrested for allegedly exposing himself in public to residents, throwing rocks at them, and seating himself on top of a railroad sign. Cops say after 12 <laughs> hours, they found the male on the side and tried to convince him to come down. The man reportedly powered through some rain showers while on his railroad seat. <laughs> 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 trouble. I'm sorry. That's just, the, the, the wording there. Powered through <laughs> some rain showers. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. That's fantastic. 
the trouble didn't stop when he finally came down from the sign. Jackson allegedly put on uh, put an officer in a headlock, headlock and punched a canine dog several times. The suspect faced what? a slew of charges, including assault, criminal trespass, reckless endangering, criminal mischief, disorderly conduct, and public indecency. What sort of drugs was this man on that he can, one, headlock a cop? That's not really that impressive. Anybody can do it. It's the dog that is. He punches a a police dog? That's a, that's a scary, gutsy move. That's not no, 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 gutsy. No, no, no. That's just miraculous. No, no, no. You, you want to know what's more impressive? You know what, roadsides are made out of metal, and they're usually fairly thin. Uh, look at the picture of this dude. He's sitting in oh, the yeah, center I'm, of yeah, it, I'm naked. I'm just sitting here going the whole time thinking, man, that's one false move from a story for a proctologist. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not touching that one. <laughs> nope, not and, a 20 foot pole. And all along, see, I thought bike seats were uncomfortable. That, <laughs> oh, wow. For 12 hours. Did you say 12 hours? Yeah, 12 hours. And in a rainstorm. Just sitting up there. I mean, give the man props. <laughs> power power, power through, through the rainstorm. <laughs> hey, you got to give the man props. No one is going to think to look up on a railroad side because no one's going to think of anyone's stupid enough for one, but or that it was even be possible. <laughs> That's just, uh, I don't know. That's one of those on, things but... that definitely causes a second look. Like, did I see? Oh, what? Yeah. what? <laughs> oh, yeah. I I wish that we we, I wish that everybody could see the picture as we're talking about it. Um, but I highly recommend that you search for this picture. I don't know how you would search for it without, um, <laughs> having filters off. But I would definitely try to find it. Because it's fantastic. Uh, yeah. Well, it's it's courtesy of the Toronto Sun. So, you know, just Google Toronto Sun, Oregon man on a railroad sign. Good come right up. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Sure. That is, that's great. <laughs> he actually looks like he's a lifeguard. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he kind of does. <laughs> he does. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's hope he doesn't blow his whistle. Oh, boy. And this story is getting out of control. Yeah, I also think it's quite impressive that you see where he get captured, and he gets he climbs down off the sign while I'm assuming police and police dogs are watching him, and he's able to make it a good twenty five thirty feet before he gets taken down. I mean. That's quite some agility and speed. At 12 hours, your legs are numb at this point. They're totally asleep. Yeah. I... Oh, you're sitting on that thing. There's a whole lot more numb. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Just> saying... <laughs> uh. <laughs> he's just straight up straddling the sign. <laughs> buck naked. So. <laughs> That's just... <laughs> at first... I, I, I agree with you, Sloth, because at first I thought it was just like... when it, When you first started the story... And you were telling it, I was like, oh, like, this guy's just drunk. He's a happy drunk guy just hanging out, like, you know, watching people go by on the neighborhood, sitting up top on his on his railroad crossing. But then when you said that he was, like, beating up the police officers and the canines, I'm like, man, no longer is this man drunk. This guy is on drugs. <laughs> he is oh, yeah. for sure. That is, Has that to flipped be. the switch real quick. Has and on something really majorly strong for it to have a 12-hour yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or he took the wow. pillows up there with him. 
Where'd he store them? <laughs> oh, yeah. Just, just popping them, watching everyone go by, popping them like popcorn. That's true. That's true, because normally maybe about our what? I, I mean, I don't know anything about know. drugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, but I'm thinking like hour, you know, six or seven, like you're probably coming back to reality. Like and you look down and you're like, what, oh, what did I do? What? Like, what? <laughs> I, this is a terrible why, nightmare what? that I'm waking up in. Why can't I feel anything down there? What is wrong? <laughs> what have I done? And that's something to be um, said too, for him to obviously have been on something so much to have been able to stay conscious enough to stay balanced. That's true. Because, like, do, I mean, I, don't, yeah. I can't sit still in one place for 12 hours without falling asleep. How do you even get up there? I don't, I don't, this man is, this man should be in the next Spider-Man Parkour. He would totally be. He is the next American Ninja Warrior. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Those people need to call up this man right now. <laughs> well, you're gonna have to wait for him to get out of jail first. Hey, you know, uh, yeah, whatever, true. whatever his bail is, they should pay it just to get him out. Well, and they're definitely gonna have to have him sign a a, a waiver that that allows him to to take whatever drugs that he was on. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, show disclaimer: we in no way condone the use of drugs nor the knowledge thereof. At this point. <laughs> Go see your medical health care provider for any questions. We're out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, thanks for that one, Keith. Brock, you've got a great court case surrounding a late-night domestic disturbance. Yes. Uh, this is courtesy of the United States Supreme Court. So I just want you guys to think about that. When you think of the United States Supreme Court, this lofty court of the land, and this is the case that comes out of there. This is the District of Columbia et al. v. Theodore Wesby of the United States Supreme Court in 2018. At 1 a.m. March, in March of 2008, police get a call about a loud event at an unoccupied house in D.C. They arrive at the find the house very occupied and in disarray. They find a raucous and debauched affair that included drugs, an impromptu strip club, and 21 guests scattered across the filthy floor, and no host or homeowner to be found. The party goers the were so gone. in the air? Is that what we're going for here? <laughs> the party goers were so gone that only some of them were even able to understand how they got to what they described may have been a bachelor party. That may have been a woman hosted by a woman named Peaches. <laughs> who may also go by the name Tasty. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh man. This oh man. I just want to know who was the who was the author of this one for the Supreme Court? Uh, Justice Clarence Thomas, and I'm going to oh. quote him here. Of course. <laughs> the officers found more debaucheries upstairs. A naked woman and several men were in the bedroom. A bare mattress mattress was on the floor along with some lit candles, multiple open condom wrappers, and a used oh. condom was on the windowsill. <laughs> oh Could have left it at debauchery. Come on, Thomas. Goodness gracious. Did they at least invite Bill Clinton? <laughs> <laughs> Touche! Yeah. Who owns this property? Who, who's, got the, who's got the deed? This is interesting. <laughs> now, the police couldn't get understandable answers from these guests either. 
most of whom attempted to run away numerous times during all of this. And the only thing... <laughs> numerous yeah. times. So not just one. That's the smartest decision they made all night. <laughs> Normally, you don't run away from police, but in that case, I'm gone. <laughs> if, if I am caught at the scene at that party... <laughs> The only thing they could understand was from the girls working the party, who said Peaches, a.k.a. Tasty, invited them. (laughs) (laughs) Just to hear you call somebody Peaches, Brock, that just makes my day. (laughs) I want to point out that the Supreme Court makes very careful consideration to always say her name is Peaches and then Tasty. They worked really hard not to say tasty peaches. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) The cops got one of the working, one of the girls working the party. They worked really hard not to say working girls too, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, good idea. (laughs) To call tasty peaches on her cell phone. Though she didn't know her real name. Tasty Peaches said that she left to get party supplies, but refused to return. <laughs> Duh. Like, 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 that party was too crazy for Peaches. That's a crazy party. You know why party. she left? Because there wasn't enough money there. And she's like, I'm out. <laughs> Everybody's passed out. I gotta go get party supplies. I'm out. The police arrested those at the party on multiple charges, and we never find out if Tasty Peaches is her real name. Wow. I'm kind of curious, like, how it made it to the Supreme Court. Is this like an issue of exigent circumstances? or It's an issue of whether they had the right to unreasonable search and seizure. Did they have the right to enter the house? Ah, okay, okay. And arrest They regretted it afterwards, that's for sure. (laughs) For sure. I'm going to guess not. (laughs) They're like, next time, John, get a little more intel before we just break into this place. (laughs) I heard it was Peaches. The informant told me. (laughs) I had to go. (laughs) (laughs) We have an informant named Peaches. (laughs) High credibility right there. Yeah, that's enough. You don't even need a warrant for that. That's perfect. Who also goes by Tasty. I thought that was the best part. Tasty Peaches. (laughs) <laughs> this is great. <laughs> this is fantastic. Uh, That's awesome. Love it. Well, as Roger Miller once said, it takes all kinds to make a world. And we have affirmed that he was right because it certainly takes all kinds to make the world go round in this story. <laughs> so thanks for spending your time with us. We have, uh, we hope that we've made you laugh. But we've, we also hope that we've made you feel a little bit better about your own situation, like not ending up at Peach's party. So please join us again next week as we explore the crazies together. Stay safe, stay good, and most importantly, stay off our show.